Hello everyone, welcome or welcome back to To A T. My name is Teresa and honestly, I have no idea what I'm going to be talking about today. I have no set agenda. Um, I, I truly have no idea where this is going to go and that is part exciting, part exhilarating, part terrifying because I feel like I feel like it's so much easier when you obviously when you have something set, whether it be an idea or just more of a concrete structure of what you want to talk about in, in a podcast setting. And I also think that it's easier for me to um, be harder on myself and judge myself for for not having something prepared or for whatever this is going to turn into, uh, fixating on that and, and feeding into those, those doubts and, and all those other feelings, which are not necessary. Um, and so this is me working through that and partially, um, by, by doing something like this and this could happen next week too. I, I, could not have a specific thing to talk about, and I think that's that's fine and dandy. And so, if you're ready to strap in and and um, just be in this present moment with me while I'm in this present moment, literally trying to just talk and and, and form an episode with with some thoughts, but nothing super defined and outlined, then strap on in because here we go. <laughs> Before I go on to this episode of whatever this is going to turn into, um, if you're new, my name is Teresa, and this podcast is about all things music and theater, so this will have structure in that form that I'll be talking about music and theater, but specifically, there's not one specific thing that I'm I'm going to delve into or a person that I'm talking with or what have you. So this is just gonna be it's gonna be a whole it's gonna be a time, and uh, I'm excited to explore this and and be and lean into the growth that I was talking about or that I may have mentioned in either my intro or the last episode. This is this is all part of the growth for me and for the podcast. And yes, so I guess I can start with the Oscars because that was last night. Um, I know the Oscars aren't particularly, or they're movies for the most part, but music is involved with movies. And uh, there were definitely theater things that occurred at the, at the um, ceremony last night. One of them being Rebel Wilson and James Corden presenting their award in full cat costume and makeup, which I was not expecting at all. I don't think anybody was expecting at all. I am a huge Cats fan, if you if you don't know that. Um, and I have my own thoughts and opinions on the movie that I maybe will discuss at a different time. But when I heard that they were coming on TV to announce, I kind of just walked away because I was like, oh, there's going to be a bad Cats joke. And then a few minutes later, I heard my my dad calling me back, and 
I walked, I wish there was a camera on my face when I walked into the room because I literally walked in expecting to hear them, whatever, just talking. And I turned and I go, oh, oh my god. And I was cracking up. <laughs> um, if, if you, if you didn't see the Oscars last night or missed that part, um, the two of them came out dressed as their cats, as their specific Jellicle cat. James was Buster Jones, and Rebel was Jenny Annie Dots in full uh, costume and makeup. So that, that was, <laughs> and then they presented the award, which I cannot remember what award it was, to the said person who won the award in the cat costume. Also, Janelle Monet absolutely slayed that opening number. The number started out with and paying homage to A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. If anyone here has not heard me talk about it before, I have chills just thinking about it. A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, the Mr. Rogers movie starring Tom Hanks. I love it so much. I, I, I wasn't, I watched Mr. Rogers a little bit when I was a kid. Um, but in my junior year literary journalism class, we read Tom Juno's profile, Can You Say Hero, about Mr. Rogers, which the movie's is about that and about, um, Lloyd Vogel, who is Tom Juno in the movie, the Tom Juno character in the movie, writing the piece, and, and it kind of goes from there. We read that piece, the actual piece, in my class, and then we watched Want to Be My Neighbor, the actual documentary about Mr. Rogers, and then it came out, came out, the movie was coming out with Tom Hanks, Mr. Rogers, and once the trailer dropped, I said, uh, that's it, like, I need to see this, and it's going to be perfect. I could already tell that it was going to be perfect from the trailer. There were moments in the trailer that I had remembered reading from from the profile, which just made it even more emotional, and that was just the trailer. And... The movie is, if you haven't watched it, it's on, it's streaming on Prime and Movies Anywhere and, which is like a, a platform owned by Disney. It, it is so special and so beautiful and it's not what you think it might be. Like you might be going into it thinking that it's solely about Mr. Rogers, but it's really about Lloyd Vogel, the Tom Junod character and his journey. And oh my gosh, it's just so beautiful. Um, there's one line in the movie without, without giving too much away because it's, it's, it's really just a magical movie to see and experience for yourself, but there's a line where Lloyd and Mr. Rogers are out to lunch and they're having a conversation and Mr. Rogers says, can you just do something with me? It's an exercise I like to do. Can we just take a minute and think about all the people who loved us into being? And I was sitting in the movie theater and after he delivered that line, I, I, I literally stopped and I, I, I like couldn't, I, I couldn't focus on the rest of the movie a little bit after because I just was so shaken by that line. Thinking about, think about that line. People who loved us into being, people who loved you into being, the people who helped shape you to be who you are today, who love you into being who you are today. Um, we are, I'm sorry, I'm going to go on a whole tangent on this now, but we, we are literally created by love. 
from the day we were born and before that we were created by love and every single day from the day we were born um we are growing in love and and we get to we get to be be love every day and experience love every day and give love every day and we are constantly shaped and growing through it and in it and that line is just so powerful to really think about the power of love and how and how it surrounds us literally everywhere all the time and to think about and to to take a minute and think internally or externally those people who loved us into being uh, I mean amazing it's truly amazing and such a profound such a small yet profound concept that it, it it just blows my mind thinking about it and really diving in and leaning into that like is such is so strong and so so touching I literally again I have chills just thinking about it like the people who loved you into being who you are the people who who show up for you in love and the people or things or feelings or experiences all of that like we are just surrounded by love all the time sorry I'm, I'm really going I'm really going off now um that's just so beautiful and in that scene too the real Mrs. Rogers is in that scene and it's just so uh it's so beautiful and uh, there's a moment where the fourth wall is broken I won't give away what happens but oh my gosh oh my gosh <laughs> Um, and, and just the whole movie is really, really beautiful and touching and it, it makes you um, feel a lot of things, but one of them being gratitude for the fact that someone like Mr. Rogers existed in our lifetime and that his legacy is still being lived on today and still being talked about and um, um, lived in. Like, people are, people are still, there are people every day that are like him and it's just yeah it's just really really incredible so if you can see that movie go see it that's my that's my small but large change and I'm Mr. Rogers if anybody in It's Beautiful Lady Neighborhood if anybody wants to talk more about it please hit me up um I'm I'm I could spend hours talking about that movie and Tom Hanks uh Tom Hanks and so yes, if you want to talk more about Mr. Rogers slash A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, I am here to talk. Really quickly, I want to apologize for the very poor transition in audio sound. I'm using Audacity right now to record because it sounds better than it does doing it through here, like through Anchor. But Audacity, all of a sudden will record and then I go to upload it to Anchor and it doesn't, the sound doesn't work anymore and I cannot for the life of me figure out how to fix that so I have to go back to Anchor right now. So I just want to apologize for the for the sound. Um, as I was saying before, um, Mr. Rogers, before the Mr. Rogers and Tom Hanks and Love spiel I went on, 
Janelle Monet's opening overall is just so, so amazing and so over the top and so theater. The dancing, stellar. The homage to the other movies through, like, as a whole, but also the costumes and everything, amazing. The changing of Janelle's song lyrics, amazing. And, and just every, the whole performance was so fun in the perfect opening and very, again, very theater-esque, which I'm all about. Also, another theater thing that happened was Idina Menzel brought out nine other, I think it was nine other Elsas to perform Into the Unknown in nine different languages. And it was very, very cool. She sounded great. Um, and that was, that was really, that was really fun. Uh, also, Lynn, or Anthony Ramos introduced Lynn, who introduced Eminem, <laughs> which is just nuts. Um, Eminem performing alone is nuts, cool and cool and nuts. Um, but it was nice to see Anthony and Lynn there and, and presenting and, and talking. And oh, and segueing to my next point, Utkarsh, who UTK, INC, and Freestyle of Supreme came out and freestyled with Quest Love about the show. And it was dope, <laughs> which it was just so good. Freestyle, I'll have to do an episode of Freestyle of Supreme because that show was so freaking cool. And it was so awesome for him to be up on the stage for many reasons. Um, and it was, it, it was just super, super cool. I would highly recommend looking that up. Um, what else theater things happen at the Oscars? I feel like there's something I'm missing. Mm, not theater related, but just needs to be noted because this sweet man, Bong Joon-ho, director of Parasite, Parasite won about all of the awards last night, and he, there's one clip of him, I forget which, which specific award he was up for at the time, but he's, you can see him, he's staring at the Oscar, and he's just looking at it and smiling, and he's giggling to himself, and it's so sweet, and he kept saying, I'm gonna go drink tonight, I'm gonna drink a lot tonight, and he's just, it, the Parasite winning, um, especially Best Picture, was incredibly um history making that's a word that's that's not the correct grammar but it it was it was um monumental there we go words monumental um in its win and the movie is monumental and and the um the i can't think of the word right now the coverage is not the right word. The oh my gosh, exposure and the I the word is not in my head, but just the overall um I can't think of the word. I really can't think of the word. All of Parasite is just monumental, and all of its wins are monumental, and the speeches that have been given are monumental. And Bong Joon-ho is just a sweet man who deserves everything great. Oh, also music-wise of that of yesterday's ceremony, Billie Eilish and Phineas performed yesterday by the Beatles for the In Memoriam tribute. 
And damn, I I want a recording of that performance, like it like a um not not just a video recording, but like an actual audio performance of a song to, to listen to it on repeat because it's so it was so beautiful. I um I'm not a super I'm not as into the pop culture scene as I have been previously. I knew Bad Guy by Billy, but that was kind of it. And I, I I I liked Bad Guy a lot. The beats were super cool and everything about it was super cool. And after her Grammy performance with Phineas, I I watched that and I was like, wow, holy cow, she's really, really talented. And then like a day or two later, I spent four hours uh, watching interviews and listening to all of her music. And she's so talented. The control she has for voice and the tone of her voice is so freaking good. It's so good. And Phineas, her brother, who is a producer and of uh, for many other artists as well as and writer too, I believe, um, for other artists as well as Billy. Um, he he's amazing as well, and it's always so sweet. He always applauds for Billy at the end of their performances, um, and they are just a dynamic duo. Like the power the the power they hold, <laughs> but truly the power that they hold is amazing. I watched a Vanity Fair, I believe Vanity Fair video of them um, breaking down their production of Bad Guy. And they did this all in their bedroom. Like, and it's in, in the way that Phineas speaks about their production, the way they both speak about it and the way that they collaborate. It's, it's amazing. And like Phineas included the sound of a, a dentist drill and bad guy, and the sound of, um, at an, they were in Australia, and at, at a, um, crosswalk, the sign, or the, the noise that the, that the machine was making, also in bad guy, <laughs> and it, it, it's so flawlessly included, and, yeah, so, if you, if you haven't heard of anything else of Billy besides bad guy, I highly recommend looking, uh, her up, I love When the Party's Over and Ocean Eyes and I Don't Want to Be You Anymore. They're both so cool. And and When the Party's Over has a two-octave jump and it's just so good. And again, the control, the vocal control she has combined with her tone is everything. Everything. So that was that performance and my my little thing about Billy and Phineas. So Oscars related, one more thing. Everyone just take a moment and and think about Cynthia Arrivo's performance of Stand Up from Harriet. Y'all, damn. I mean, we know Cynthia's talent, but damn. She, she, first off, looked stunning in both her outfits, the red carpet outfit and in um, her performance outfit, and she was she was radiant in regal in this gold outfit she was wearing, um, and her her voice like that's just that's just that. Um, it was and also 
at the end of the performance, performance, the camera panned toward her, and the the look she gave into the camera, the way her eyes were just like piercing the camera. Oh, we love a strong female. That's and that's that on Cynthia Erivo. Um, uh, uh, wow, words. Another thing to look up is that look up Cynthia Erivo's performance of Santa from Harriet last night at the Oscars. <laughs> Amazing. So I think that's what I wanted to talk about Oscar-wise. Um, some other theater news that I want to talk about and that I think is amazing. Taylor Ramon Jones, Head Over Heels Queen, Scotland PA Queen, Groundhog Day Queen, is going to be stepping in to Leslie Margarita's role of princess or princess emoji. I'm not sure what the full correct title is. I believe it is of the princess emoji. Okay, there we go. In emoji land. How freaking awesome. How awesome. I have yet to see it yet. It looks really, really cool. Natalie White, Natalie Weiss is in it, who I just, oh my gosh, talk about vocal icon. Ah, um, anyway, that is news that came out. So she will be stepping into uh, the role for a little bit. And it's going to be so good. Taylor is, again, another vocal another vocal icon. Just so many, so many vocal icons. And I'm excited for her. And I'm excited for the show. And to see her rocking that princess emoji outfit. And singing those songs. And sliding down that pole that's in <laughs> I've seen in the B-roll of the show, and that is very exciting. I want to just clarify real quick that she's temporarily stepping into the role from February 18th to the 23rd, so if you want to see her, go during those, go during those dates. Um, yes, I just wanted to, I wanted to clarify that and make sure that I have, my words were correct and sounded correct before that she's temporarily temporarily popping into the role for a little bit for a few days 18th to the 23rd so that's that's that news also just on the topic of the general topic of theater I want to give a freaking shout out to Mrs. Doubtfire's social media because they are just it's so smart it's so smart I for those who may not know even though I think I've talked everybody's ear off about it who's listened to who's might be listening to this podcast right now. I want to do social media work in the Broadway community. That's that's where I see myself living at my fullest, living my living out my fullest passions and living out my most authentic, full true self. Um, and, and where I see I really see purpose in in what I want to do. Whether that's social media manager of of a theater news site or or social media manager an agency where I'd be doing social media for shows and, and and being a part of creating the the life and the storytelling of the show um and like bringing it to the community and creating connections through that um that's 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 just it for me, ah, my heart, I'm getting so happy and smiling and just thinking about it and talking about it. 
I want to be doing social media work in the community where I am creatively engaging and connecting with people, connecting with people, connecting to people, connecting people together, just creating connection and being enveloped in that connection, that community and that creativity. That's, that's where I want to be. That's what I want to be doing. So all that to say, I love a good social media presence in, in different marketing um, I can't, my words are leading me, marketing tactics and, um, just how, how things show up digitally, digitally onto social in the, the teamwork and the collaboration and the creativity, creativity behind it. And everything that Mrs. Doubtfire is doing is so smart. The ads that they're putting out, like the videos that they're putting out, um, they did one when the Super Bowl came out. It was Rob being like, hello, and then um, I'm not going to do the whole accent and, and re- recap the video, but saying the Super Bowl, representing the Super Bowl, and then saying to buy tickets. Or they just did a video um, of their first rehearsal of interviewing the kids and Rob and I think the director maybe some other um creative exec on on the on the Doubtfire team talking about what the show is going to be and other like little b-roll clips of that day and just and the colors everything and they did something a video of a few of the ensemble members um going to the box office for, for the first time to announce that it's open. Oh, it's just also brilliant. I, guys, I love a good marketing and social media uh, execution. And this is it. And I love a, more than just a general social media and marketing execution. I love a good Broadway social media and marketing execution. And Mrs. Doubtfire Broadway is doing that. And so I just wanted to give a shout out. I don't know if anybody will listen that's working on Mrs. Doubtfire, but if you are, you're the best. You're you're doing amazing, sweetie. <laughs> um, no, but seriously, like you you're really really doing an incredible job. And I know that being a social media manager is not it, it's it, you have to be you have to breathe and live and do everything you have to just like fully exist in social media and breathe it and live it and sleep it and eat it and drink it. And um, I know that it takes a lot. And so I want to um, acknowledge that. And as this is something that also I want to do, um, I want to acknowledge that and give give praise and appreciation for that and for the job that you're doing. As I'm listening back to this and as I'm saying all this, um, I, I think I might need to do an episode just about, like, or maybe not. That that might be too, like, I, I'd be really talking people there off. Um, but just, like, I'm so passionate about about doing that type of work. I can't even tell you. I have chills thinking about it and just thinking about being in that space of, like, an opening and being in, just being in the space of, of an office and being just a small portion of the creative brains that put together these um and execute these uh, everything that makes up the social accounts for a show for a theater news website everything um 
just fully being immersed in that and being in the community community even more so and being able to like I said before to make these connections and make and also grow the connections and make the theater community even stronger than it already is and and just to spread the goodness of theater oh my gosh oh my gosh okay um so yes all that to say say shout out to mrs doubtfire social media team you're nailing it my brain is still racking as i'm as i'm inserting these other clips into anchor my brain is still um racking of of so many different things i'm thinking and want to say and but also trying to form the words to coherently say what I want to say um, about how passionate I am about all this and how much I just want to be in that space and um, the power of social media and theater. Though that that's a whole other theater episode, a whole other theater episode, a whole other podcast episode. The power of social media and theater. Um, oh my gosh! But basically, I'm just really passionate about Broadway and social media and. Uh, storytelling and community and connection and creativity and all those things together and that's 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 basically the lot the short of it thanks so much for coming to my TED talk (laughs) yeah We have hit the end of the episode, which means it's time again for my Bravo moment. My um, my Bravo moment for this week, however, is Laura Dern. I feel like I have to preface this by saying I am late to the Laura Dern party, late to uh, late on the train. Um, I I knew of her, but I wasn't. I didn't see the light, you know. And now thanks to what I'm going to tell you about for my Bravo moment, I now have, and I'm very excited to go watch all the movies and everything she's ever been in, and just, like, experience Laura Dern, you know? So, my Bravo moment for this week is at the Spirit Awards. Aubrey Plaza came out and said, we wanted to shine a spotlight on some of the gayest moments in other films that you may have not realized were gay. Love. Then, she brings out the Gay Men's Chorus of Los Angeles. Love. They start singing through these sad moments. Idina Menzel and Uncut Gems. Jennifer Lopez pole dancing to Fiona Apple and Hustlers. Renee Zellweger's entire press tour and the kid from Marriage Story probably one day. Love. Then they just go all into Laura Dern. Laura Dern ordering a kale salad. Mind you, this is all being sung by the by the chorus. Um... Laura Dern ordering a kale salad. Laura Dern dressed slutty in court. Just all of Laura Dern. Then, love. Then, as if it couldn't get any better than that already, Alex Newell comes out and sings the hell out of <laughs> Laura Dern's name. It's, oh my gosh, again, love. It's, it's incredible. Um, iconic, truly. And... That's my problem moment for this week. And again, I'm very excited to finally now have... Oh, and she won an Oscar. Laura won an Oscar last night. Looked fantastic. Gave a, gave a beautiful speech. And yeah, so I'm thankful um, to the problem moment of this video of the game as Chorus of Los Angeles. And Alex Newell singing about Laura Dern. Do have enlightened me about Laura Dern. Um, 
Wow, Mrs. Doubtfire ad is next to this article I pulled up to make sure I have my facts straight and right. Um, wow, as I just talked all about Mrs. Doubtfire and social media and all that a few minutes ago. Amazing. Love that. Um, yeah, so that's my Bravo moment for this week. And thank you for listening. Oh, not thank you for listening yet. <laughs> um, I know I said last week that I was possibly seeing Sam Murray in concert, and I would come back and let you know if I did. Unfortunately, I did not get to go, but it's all good because I know there will be another time for me to see her, and it will just exceed all previous expectations, and it will just be uh, uh, just be absolutely amazing. So I wanted to update everybody. And with that, that's the episode. Who knew that I actually did have some structure and um, agenda and semblance to this episode as I as I just talked. Look at that growth, the growth already. We love growth. Um, so that's that's this episode. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you next week. Bye.